chapter four, in which you might hear snatches of a drunken chorus, find out what the future holds, and who put Paul Deptford on the map. Now you've arrived in the middle of Millard Road, with some steps to your right. Around you are shiny new blocks of flats. There's Peeps Park at the top of the steps, where we will be travelling shortly. But for now, we'll stay here for a while. We're still in Victorian times. Back then, this place would have been full of people trying to squeeze coins out of anyone who had some. If you listen carefully, you'll hear a gentleman using his powers of persuasion to do just that. He's wearing a squashed top hat that's seen better days. There he is, on the top of the steps. Roll up, roll up, come over here, that's right. Now, 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 would anyone like their fortune told? Anyone wish to know what the future may hold? Sir, will you ever find true love? <laughs> Madam, will you get your heart's desire? This lady here is from an ancient wise family a long way across the seas. In a country so mysterious, no one has ever heard of it. She is blessed with a third eye and a second nose, quite invisible to us ordinary folk. Who will pay a mere shilling or 20 pounds to you to hear their fate? Go on, put your hand out, see what she has to say. Go on. Mmm, you have a very strange hand. A very strange hand indeed. Mm. I see you will learn to travel in a cart, but without a horse. And you will learn to fly in the sky in a giant tin. Very mysterious. Come on, my darling. That's surely worth another shilling, hmm? It's 1898. Deptford's in the doldrums. The docks having closed in 69. And work hard to come by and poorly paid. People are doing anything and everything to put food in their bellies. Into this, Charles Booth arrives, a man on a mission. It's unusual for such a fine gentleman to be seen in these parts. Here he comes now. Mind out! He'll barge you out of the way! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mr. Charles Booth. I'm here to conduct a survey of London, mapping her streets by class and income, colouring the streets of the city according to my classifications. I am sorry to say that here in Deptford I have found only the poor, very poor, and the semi-criminal or vicious. It's hunger that is vicious, Mr Booth. Yeah, and it's criminal that children die before they can speak. And there's families of ten sharing one room. We are very poor because the rents are high and what work there is pays a pittance. I, I, I propose an old age pension in order to prevent a revolution in England and that we should agree a poverty line below which no family should live. 
I like the sound of a revolution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's show them how revolting we can be. Ladies and gentlemen, please. Oh, here we go. Who's this now? That's the Duchess of Albany. Queen Victoria's cousin, don't you know? Might I ask you all to stand up straight? I? Yes, uh, you. Why? God loves a straight spine and clean hands. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am here to appeal for funds to alleviate the suffering of the poor of Deptford. Why? It is a shame upon us all that in a time otherwise glittering with human advancement and promise, here children crawl in the gutters with scabby knees. Oh, come on. Their mothers drunk or defeated. Oh. Their fathers dead or disappeared. Hey, come on now. And poor girls working in the evil stench of the foreign cattle market around which stinking, unpaved lanes are occupied by rough waterside men. Oh. Brutal and coarse. Who are you calling coarse? Get out! Here comes Glossy and Belle, gut girls. They won't let anyone tell them what to do. Mr. Charlie Booth and our dear <laughs> Duchess of wherever. For God's sake, don't listen to him, darling. They'll tell you we Deptford folk drink too much, mm -hmm. fight too much, mm. sing too much and shout <laughs> too much. They write it all down without recording our side of the story. They can judge us if they like for being poor and daring to be merry. Well, we shall judge them for telling us what we want and how they think we should behave. There's no room at home, so we live our lives on the street. Mm. And that's what they don't <laughs> wish to see. Us on display. They'd rather have us hidden. They don't like to think of us little Deptford flowers all covered in blood as we prepare the meat for the roast dinners that they all love. They don't like to see our dirty hands and faces, but they love their coal fires, don't they? Oh, yes. Deptford does their dirty work, and so they called it Dirty Deptford. And yeah, it stinks, but we got used to it. Women are strong and we can get used to anything. In the docks, we get 15 shillings a week and the evenings to ourselves. The Duchess of Albany and the likes of her trained us to be maids for the big houses in Blackheath or Broccoli, where we were treated worse than dogs and work from the crack of dawn until we go to sleep. And no days off. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they told our employers in the slaughterhouse mm. that they were endangering our souls and our virtue. Nearly lost us our jobs. It's hard work, but more fun. They call us gut girls as we prepare the meat for selling. Mm -hmm. We got girls because we are strong and we know how to survive. We're better off here. You can buy all sorts if you've any left over. She spent a week's wages on an ostrich feather brooch <laughs> to wear on her blouse. And why not? I would rather spend my coin on pie and gin and a giggle than on a <laughs> stiff hat in which to bow my head in church. Oh, they're not all bad though, to be fair. Not all bad, no. The Deptford Fund, which the Duchess set up, gave away 10,000 free meals and saved a few lives, no doubt about it. It's just, we don't like being told what we want. Nah. We just want a bit of fun. Come on, come with us. 
A sweet and simple girl, you see. A queen of high society. Not too strict, but rather free. Yet as right as right can be. I'm not too young, I'm, I'm not, not too old. Not too timid, not, not too bold. Just the kind you like so old. Just the kind for sport, I'm told. Tarara bumderay. Tarara bumderay. Tarara bumderay. Tarara bumderay. Tarara Now, walk up the steps and follow the path left, then immediately right, across Peeps Park. As you walk, you will see meadows to the right of you. You'll soon get to the river. On your right, there's a playground and the old dockyard wall. Turn left onto Foreshore, following the river, and continue until you get to your stopping place for Chapter 5. You should arrive at the gates on Deptford Strand, opposite a small plaque with Sir Francis Drake's name at the top. When there, press Chapter 5. An alternative route, avoiding the steps, will be to carry on down Millard Road, turn right onto Bowditch, then right onto Barfleur Lane, and carry on to the end to reach the next stopping point. I'm a blushing bud of innocence Daddy says at big expense Old maids say I have no sense Boys declare I'm just immense Before my song I do conclude I want it strictly understood Though fund or fine I'm never rude So not too bad I'm not too good Tarara boom de Tarara boom de Tarara boom de Tarara boom de Tarara-bum-de-ray, tarara-bum-de-ray, tarara-bum-de-ray.